What's up, guys? Welcome to the Varsity Radio Show. We are so glad that you are here. Uh, I am back here in the studio. I am Seth Henniger, and beside me is the bearded, bald-headed wonder from down under, my friend Jameson Fowler. Hey there, hi there, ho there. It's glad to have you back, Seth. Yeah, man. It's good not to be terrible sick. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Also in the studio, the red-headed, sassy Wiggles unicorn... My good friend, Brad Hudson. And again, I will claim that nickname and say that that is actually me. It is you. Right here. It is you. Living legend. See that? (laughs) Nobody else has ever had that nickname. I would would go on and say out of the 7.4 billion people that are alive right now, and the billions of people before us, that nickname has (laughs) never, ever been assigned to anybody. That's right, and that is why you are so significant. If I was a betting man, I'd put money on that. I (laughs) I am very, I feel special. Oh, yeah. You'll oh, go with the feeling. Awesome. Hey, also in the studio, the man who makes everything work so perfectly. Just barely today. Yeah, it's, it's okay. It's okay. You're still, he is He is the Michael Jordan of the soundboard. Hey, I like that. That's Steven cool. Spiegel. Hello, everybody. How you doing today? Yeah, and we got. We have got a fantastic day. Me and Steven have been planning for this day for a while. We are going to have... The Boaz High School Pirates yes. in the studio. And Jameson Finally. and I were left out. Yeah. That's because Jameson and Brad didn't go after Boaz. We did. Yeah. So, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've been trying to get Boaz it's not personal. On. since we started. It's not personal. He's a night. I'm an Aggie. It just wouldn't have worked. Yeah, you know? yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, I'm a knight also. But anyway, Boaz Pirates will be in the studio. We're going to have a fantastic show for you. Also, we've got a great clutch coming up. We are uh, going to go to memes right now. Awesome. And so we're going to hit some of the memes. Yeah, you know what? I but really like me with Before that, memes. I feel, you know, I feel so special every week in here, not only because of my awesome, very unique nickname. Yes. But because of what my tongue experiences mm. on a weekly basis. What's what your, is your tongue, your tongue experience? experience? My tongue okay. experiences the best pizza oh, it does. that exists. It does. I know where you're going with that. And I'm then, glad you went there. And, and then my stomach else. feels equally as satisfied. It's just, it's an amazing process. Yes. Of no of disappointment. pizza. No disappointment ever. <laughs> and uh, just, it's a, it's a weekly side of mine coming down the road here. Spring Creek Drive, about to pull in the parking lot, and I, I see a uh, a white car with a Marcos sign on top, and a smiling and then delivery boy named Justin. I get chill bumps and <laughs> tears of joy start rolling down my face <laughs> because I know that the best pizza that I can have on the planet, packed full of toppings. They have these crust toppings. It's going to be on a plate ready for me when I walk in the door. Yeah. And so I'm just excited. But not only pizza that Marco's has, they have subs, salads, sides, desserts, beverages, and they have an awesome dining room. So you can go mm-hmm. see them there, 7360 Highway 431 Suite 11 at They Albertville. have television. And like, if you're bored and like you want a color, they will put that artwork up on the wall. I think. You, can, you can draw on a coloring sheet, get that posted. There I had is, no idea about yeah. this. this also, if, if you're not about the there. whole dining room experience, if you're weird like that, uh, <laughs> then they will come to you and bring you pizza if you call them at 256. Doesn't make you weird. Just make six, you six, zero, five, smart. Six, six, six. Yeah, 256-660-5666. Or if you don't even like talking people Marcos.com. Go to Marcos.com, and they will deliver to you all the way to the River Bridge and Gunnersville and the Sardis Line South, yeah. which is a huge range. Yeah. So, and it, this is so perfect and uh sassy wiggles over here introduced us this side i appreciate that uh oh, alabama weather forecast 100 percent chance of rain with a zero percent chance of headlights that's right guys it's the <laughs> law it is the why, law. why don't we do that why public service announcement if you're out there and you don't turn your lights on in the rain it says please in, don't kill us in the driver's the handbook on. if you have to turn your windshield wipers on your lights should come on as well come on somebody and then mm-hmm. i like this one i like this one it says uh, it right there in the word that one yes very good very good brad there's a guy swimming under the water with a uh, alexander sonara well, he's board. scuba diving he's not just swimming yes like, he's dollar diving. general <clears throat> and uh, if you've ever been like if you've ever gone to, to the beach, 
and you pass that sign on the way back home go that to says church go to or... church or the devil will get you. Yeah. That sign also makes an appearance in this meme. It does. Um, which is ironically exactly what the interstate in Alabama looks like. Yes. So uh, going going for a walk um, in Alabama, 2019 colorized. And mm-hmm. it's it's all of the Alabama landmarks. Yes. First of all, in the ocean because it's just flooded after all this See, rain that we've had for the last couple of weeks. Alabama's not Alabama without an Alexander Shinar board, guys. I'm telling I, you. I didn't know that he's actually from here. I yes. heard in one of his commercials recently, he's actually from Alabama. See, his offices are there in Birmingham. We, in, in our family, we refer yeah. to them as the NARA billboards. The NARA. And, all right, so NARA. There's, there's NARA 1.0, who <laughs> wow. is pictured here. Yes. Then he got another headshot taken from a different angle, which wasn't quite as flattering. With the same like words around him. Yes, that's Nara 2.0. Okay. Now he sure? has Nara 3.0 with a different mm. angle, a little is bit it above upside his down. Head. Are you well, sure? There is an upside down version of it, but then it's in bold. It says "Call me Alabama," and we're like, "Okay, Mister Alabama," because he didn't use a comma. Yeah. In his oh, in his slogan, so he's asking us he, to call him Alabama. Yes. Yes. Hello, Alabama. Fantastic. I see what you did. Uh, there. Brad comes that's from amazing. a long line of grammar Nazis. <laughs> Actually, at a UAH Senate meeting last oh, night, there was a boy. heated debate about an positive in a bill, and I won. With about a, a wow, a, a positive what? in a positive, yeah, and a positive is a part of a sentence that has to be separated off by commas. Sounds oh. like a medicine I used to take when I was a kid. Are you anyway. the guy that held up the meeting? <laughs> Are you the guy that held up a meeting for an hour to? So, no, so it was more like five minutes bill. because nobody would agree with me until I googled it. In a Senate it. hearing, that's like an hour. In Senate hearing, yeah, yeah. I love how you real. said no. It was for five minutes because nobody would agree with me. It's yeah, like, and then we googled it, and I was right. And then the director backed me up, and I was like, "Heck wow. yeah, yeah!" But if there you, you if you if, just back if you a sentence has your name and then your long. title, it has to be separated off by commas. Yes, has to be hundred percent fantastic. I mean, I'll even give you an example right here. Okay, so if you look underneath Seth, you're going to see their co-host comma. The Varsity Radio Show. Yeah. You see that? Or Jameson. Same deal. I do that. Yeah. That's stuck with me ever since school. Isn't that great? Because you're the man, Stephen. Hey. You're the man. <laughs> you're the Michael Jordan of the soundboard. <laughs> thank you. Anyway. Thank you, Daily Oral Language. <laughs> yes. Hey, we're going to go to some music real quick. Yep, yep, And yep. Uh, we'll be back with FCA Moment of the Week. Here is Hearts Like Lions, a pretty little phase right here on the Varsity Radio Show. It's time for the FCA Moment of the Week. And today we have the privilege of having Abby Burnett. How you doing, girl? I'm doing great. Thank you for having me. Oh, we are so glad that you called in. How's your day been? Oh, it's been really awesome. It's been a good day. It's good to be home. I'm home for spring break. Yeah, from Auburn, right? Good little break. Yes, sir. Yeah. Can I get a big roll tide from you? Would you give me the privilege? I don't know about that. She's down uh, at God's biggest yeah. mission field, Brad. Gotcha. Leave her alone. <laughs> hey, it is the, the most conservative the campus Keep in the southeast. Keep fighting the fight, Abby. Keep fighting the fight. Anyway. <laughs> Paying guess. Uh, anyway. Paying guess Malzahn's contract extension. Yeah, come man. on. Anyway. Uh, so, Abby, <laughs> we uh, I think we have an event coming up for you, don't we? You want to talk about that? Yes, sir. I would love to. Fields so, of Faith, right? Yes, sir. Mark your calendars for Wednesday, April 17th. It is our Marshall County Fields of Faith. And we have Adrian Dupre coming to speak, and he is going to do an amazing job. He's been to some of our events in the past, and he always, um, the Lord just really speaks through him. But it's from 530 to 8, and it's yeah. at Albertville High School. Is that the football field? Um. I believe so. It's either the football field or the soccer field. Okay. I'm not 100% sure, but it's at Albertville High School. Albertville High School, 530 to 8. And what does that not look yes. like, Abby? You know, we've got a band that we're bringing in, and uh, Andrea and Dupre will speak, and then it's just a good time of worship and just a good time of uh, refreshment and revival for the community. But um, to kick off the night at 5.30 to 6.15, there's going to be a dinner that will be served. And this is, by the way, it's a free event for the community to come. But uh, there will be a dinner that's served from 5.30 to 6.15, and the first 300 that attend will get free dinner. So and I think it's either going to be like a Chick-fil-A um, sandwich or a pizza. We're trying to nail down those details. But, Man, uh, one of the two, both very good. <laughs> both amazing. Mm-hmm. The Lord's chicken. What if they put the Lord's chicken Absolutely. on on a pizza? How about that? Can you make that happen, Abby? The Chick Fil A pizza. 
the Chick Fil A pizza. I don't know if I have that power. <laughs> so that sounds like something Jesus would do, right? When you get you know, to heaven, like here's the Chick Fil A pizza. Wow, it's two of your favorite. You just introduced our Lord and Savior to a pizza show. No, 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 no. Which we found out what the term for that is. We do. What, what pizza? pizza Pizzaolo? Pizza Yolo. Yeah. Pizza Yolo. That's yeah. it. There you go. Yep. Yeah. Pizza Yolo. <laughs> so if you come to Fields of Faith, our girl Abby's going to produce a Chick fil A pizza. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> and that is a promise. You heard it here, folks. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, beyond the food, it's going to be a great night. Like I said, um, it's just a great night of revival for the community. Awesome. Yeah. Hey, can she talk a little bit about where she's taking a spring break from, how things are going down there? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Would you mind telling us about that, Abby? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, like you said, I, I am at Auburn, and I'm loving it. I, I'm in. Um, I'm a biomed major, so I'm on the track to become a doctor. That's the plan, and wow. unless God change it, that's where I'm going. Awesome. So, I'm in my sophomore year, and I am home, back in Huntsville, so it's really good to be home. But, you know, I had the privilege of having lunch with one of our uh, board members' daughters. I just got back from lunch with her. And so it's been good to kind of be out in the field a little bit when I've when I'm come back home. So I got to be in the office yesterday. So it's uh, been good to be home. Awesome. Now, you've seen this from a different perspective from a lot of people. I mean, Ken Burnett's your dad. So you've kind of grown up around this. Talk about how it's played in your life. And, what kind of a role? And real played? quick, Ken Burnett's one of my favorite people in existence. <laughs> He's a cool I guy. I have to agree. We would hope you would. <laughs> Him and my mom are my two heroes, that's for sure. But, uh, you know, FCA has definitely shaped my life and totally uh, rocked my world a long time ago when I interned. Um, that's another thing I'm sure we'll start talking about on your your show is about the internship program, and I highly 100% recommend it for anyone going into their junior or senior year of high school. Come on. It is something that is life-changing. It is uh, definitely worth your summer, and it's just uh, time for you, a good time for you to be around believers and uh, to be spiritually challenged and grow, and it's been amazing. So definitely while I'm at Auburn, I don't know what my life would look like if I didn't have FCA because it definitely showed me how to share my faith and be confident in my faith. So, Abby, do you go to FCA Auburn? Do they have one? They do. They do. I'm actually on the leadership team. Awesome. Awesome. Way to keep transferring that. But <laughs> but anyway, Abby, just, just a recap. If anybody wants to find more information about Fields of Faith, can you tell them where they can find that? Absolutely. NorthAlabamaSCA.org. And it is like right on the homepage. You scroll down and it's on our upcoming events and it's scrolling through. And you'll see all of um, upcoming events, including this one. So, yes, sir. NorthAlabamaSCA.org. Fantastic. FCA is a great place to get involved with some incredible people. Abby, we are just privileged to have had you today. Thank you for oh, calling it's in. Honor to be a part. Thank you. All right. Good to talk, I'll to, talk you. to you. Soon. Bye bye. All right, guys. You want some music? Yes, sir. Sounds, right. sounds like a plan. Please, sounds Please like do. a plan. But before we do, let's talk about somebody. Let's talk about Marco's Pizza, shall we? Uh-huh. Yeah, I'll talk about Marco's. Marco. Do it. Um, Bolo. Uh, thank you. <laughs> You're wow. Have, have we not made that joke I, before? I was about to say wow. It. Um. <laughs> What joke did I just make? We've made it this long without saying Marco Polo. Oh. Uh, <laughs> it is uh, a miracle. Never a dull moment here. No, not at never, all. Never, ever, ever a dull moment. Especially when we have what in the house, Jameson? We we have Marco's in the house. Um, I I enjoy their pizza, but they offer more than that. They, uh, they have salads, sides, subs, desserts, and beverages. Uh, they're located at 7360 Alabama Highway 431, Suite 11 in Albertville, Alabama, in the shops of Albertville. Uh, 256-660-5666 is the number that you dial into your uh, telecommunications device to speak to a uh, a human representative of Marcos. Um, if you want to circumvent that interaction, you can go to marcos.com. I'm very impressed with your big wordology there. W- wordology. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm go ahead. Skim over that one. 
Uh, Marcos.com is where you go to minimize your interaction with, with <laughs> a human. Internet joke. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, but they you can order, place an order there, and they will deliver all the way up to the River Bridge in Gunnersville in the line in Sardis. And by line, I mean, like, the city line. Like, the line is not a physical Not location. to be confused with the other line. The other line. Yes. And now, today's clutch moment. This is super important. I wanted to talk to you about urgency, guys. I, I, I'd i like to paint a picture for you real quick. So you guys in here, uh, Stephen, this will mean a little more to you. Let's just go with Stephen right now. So I'm talking to you, Stephen. Wow. I'm focused in on you, okay? okay? So yeah. listen, this story's this. for you. Okay. This is story time. It's story time. Okay. <laughs> you start off with Your story little time. girl, Grace, is in the backyard. Yes. Okay? Mm-hmm. She's hanging out in the backyard. She's having a great time. How much do you love Grace? Uh, more than my life itself. Okay, so Grace is hanging out, and all of a sudden you see this rattlesnake. Yes. He is reared back, mouth open, mm-hmm. teeth out. He is about two feet from biting your daughter. What are you going to do about that? I'm going to try my best to get her out of the way or cover the snake myself. Uh, yeah. Whichever one I'm closest to. How passionately are you going to be about that? I'm going to give it everything that I I have. Even if that snake bites you? Yep. Even if you die? Mm-hmm. You would say that you're urgent, right? Very urgent. It's a very urgent situation. It's an emergency. It is. And mm-hmm. so I, this is how I want us to feel. I want to go forward sure. with this feeling. I, I want us to have that feeling because I think so often in Christianity, we get too comfortable with having our own salvation that we forget everybody else's. Ooh. Mm. Mm. When we should have the same urgency that Stephen just talked about right yeah it should bother us and i'll continue but the definition of urgency in fact is this it is importance requiring a swift action that would be that you getting grace out of the grasp of a a rattlesnake is something it it requires immediate action yes Mm -hmm. it's an earnest and persistent quality and the insistence in romans 13 11 through 13 i call it a the beginning of the verse it says this is all the more urgent, for you know how late it is. Time is running out. Wake up, for our salvation is near. Now then, when we first uh, near than when we first believed, the night is almost gone. The day of salvation will soon be here. So remove your dark deeds like dirty clothes and put on the shining armor of right living, because we belong to the day. We must live dis- decent lives for all to see. So I want to I want to make a statement, guys, that you may not know. Now I know y'all have read Clutch before this, so you know what I'm about to say. But Brad, I don't know if you knew this, and, and Stephen, I don't know if you knew this. I know Jameson probably does because he's heard me say it before. But every day, people die. We know that, right? Mm-hmm. But here's the problem: they don't have a chance to hear about Jesus. In fact. One third of this world has yet to even have a chance to hear the salvation message of Jesus. Two billion people have not even been reached. Not even been reached. Not even had the opportunity. In fact, two thirds are currently without a hope of Jesus. What does that mean? They, They may have heard it. They may have been presented it. But over... Probably over 4 billion, probably around 5 billion people have not accepted Jesus as their Savior. And most, and half of them, or are, are up to half of them, haven't even had the chance to hear. Mm-hmm. So two, be, do, 2 billion people have never heard the gospel. They've, they have never heard the words you take so effortlessly for granted. And 4 to 5 billion have not accepted our Savior, our Jesus. So what am I saying? Reaching our world is an urgent situation. Absolutely, It is not one that we should sit idly by and just let pass by. It's not something we should just be okay with. No, and it's not something that we can cop out and just say, well, I don't live in that part of the world, so I can't do anything about it. Right. Like, you can pray, you, you can, can sin, give, yeah. or you can go. Those are the three options you have, and you have to pick one of them or you're you're living in disobedience. Yeah. And, and so this is what I'm saying. What can I do about the two billion a lot? Hey, and Jameson just gave you some efforts. What can I do about that? 
What can you do? See, and then with Jameson, let me go even farther than what Jameson said. You are surrounded by people in your life right now. Every one of you listening to this radio station, you have family members. You have people you go to school or work with. They don't know Jesus. Right. They don't. And just because they have a Bible in their house or they went to church when they were five doesn't mean that salvation is on their household. Mm -hmm. That's right. So what can I do about it? Number one, I want you to ask yourself this question. Does the fact that people are going to hell still bother me? Mm -hmm. Because hell is a real place. We all believe that, right? Yeah. You believe that, Brad? Yeah. You believe that, Stephen? Oh, yeah. So if hell's a real place, it's not the fact that you burn... It's not the fact that you you live in eternal torment. It's the fact that you're separated mm-hmm. from Jesus. That's the worst part of this whole thing, because Jesus wants relationship with you. Well, how can God let good people go to hell? He doesn't. Uh, I, I don't. He doesn't. God you're doesn't right. send people to hell. We send ourselves we to hell. We choose not to accept him. We choose not to accept him. Because there's only one way to heaven. The Bible clearly states it, and that's mm-hmm. through Jesus. So let me ask you this. Why do you think other people going to hell quits bothering us sometimes? And why should we be bothered? Well, I think it quits bothering us because we get absorbed in our own... We, we shrink our perspective down to, to our world, our problems, and what we're concerned with. Um, I mean, it, you know, what did they say? that You know, idle hands of the devil's workshop. And, you know, what is it that acronym about like how the devil... Uses busyness. An idle mind is the, is the devil's workshop. Yeah, and yeah. like you know how the devil used busyness to keep us distracted from our our purpose. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think that's a heart check moment when we kind of realize that what if you know people dying and go to hell didn't bother me as much as it did at one time. That's a heart check moment to to repent and fall. You know, come to the feet of Jesus and, and say, God, you know, quicken my heart again, uh, grip my heart for with conviction and with. Uh, passion to reach the people around me. Um, and I mean, I, I would encourage people to do it, even if it's awkward. You know, even if you're awful at sharing the gospel, it's better than not sharing the gospel. Yeah. Yeah. Brad? Yeah, and I think other... Alright, so the question was, why do you think other people going to hell quits bothering us? It's yeah. simply because <clears throat> sometimes we get a mentality of it's not our problem. Mm, and yeah, it very absolutely. much is our problem. It, our it problem. couldn't be more our problem. These were the last and, words of Jesus. Yeah. Right. Like, go. Right. Reach the nations. Matthew 28. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, yeah. baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, teaching them the ways I've commanded you. Behold, yeah. I'm with you forever and always. It's the last yeah. thing he said. Absolutely. And that doesn't go just for missionaries or for pastors or for who. That's everybody that reads it. On the planet that calls themselves a Christian. Mm-hmm. And let me ask you, so, so what am I doing right now to change the world around me? I'm going to ask you a very pointed, very hard, very difficult question. And I want you to answer it honestly, guys. If you were to die today, right this second, what would you say your greatest contribution to this world would have been up to this point? I, I Oh, we're I supposed to answer that? Uh, yes. I thought that was rhetorical. No, I personally... Cannot answer this question. Isn't that a haunting question? You got an answer? I mean, chill bumps. I know, right? I mean, here's, here's the thing. That I, should a, bother us. I mean, oh. Yeah, go ahead. Go I, ahead. I just, like, me, like, taking the steps necessary and raising a budget and, you know, trying to get to the mission field is, like, the thing that comes to mind. Um, but, you know, I, there's been opportunities where... God's opened the door for me to go pray for people when it was awkward and like very inconvenient. Yeah. And um I was able to go do that. And I feel like up to now I feel like that's been if if that's not just like a sounds conceited or whatever, I feel like that's been No, so, but you know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah, but I want y'all to notice how hard was it to answer that question? It's heart wrenching, yeah. right? Yeah. Because because all of us, I think we all want to have like that Billy Graham moment where we got thousands of people in front of us and we're making a significant difference and 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 we feel like we're making an impact and everything else. But so often, our impact may be small. You know what I mean? Or we feel that it's small and we don't know who we're winning. We don't know what we're doing. And so this question, I think, and I asked it 
because we need to be haunted sometimes by some spiritual questions. Not haunted, but it, they should disturb us. And so number three, I want you to put faces on our mission. Let me give you some stats about death. 1.78 people die per second. 1.78 people die per second. 107 per minute. 6,390 people die an hour. 153,000 per day. 56 million a year. And over a 38-year span, uh, I mean over a set, over 70 years, 38 pe- billion people die. Sorry. With that many people dying, how urgent is it for us to reach as many people for Christ as we can? Very. It's the most urgent thing there is. Like, it's the biggest problem in the world. Um, and if, if we don't do everything we can to possibly fix it, what, yeah. are, what are we doing? You know what I mean? Exactly. Um, it's good. Brad? It's crazy just to think, you know, right now people are passing away that are lost and... Um, it takes serious focus for me to even acknowledge that there are people that are existing on the other side of the world right now. Or, yeah. like, I don't think about, on my day-to-day, I don't think about other people's lives. Like, yeah. I, I'm so, I'm such a busy person. I'm caught up with my own, like, mm-hmm. my own responsibility schedule. Yeah. Making sure I'm at school, caught yeah. up in my work. Like, I don't, I don't think about other people. And it's just, it's crazy to me to think how, how distracted I am. From, from what really matters. What matters in this right? One. Yeah. And that's an eye-opener. This is what I'm going to say. We're going to finish this thing off. With what Brad said. Brad, I love your honesty. That's one of the reasons I like you being here. I, I like those honest answers. We get oblivious to the pain and the suffering and the mm-hmm. and the people around us. Cause, and I'm going to say this, guys. We live in the South, so we just automatically think, hey, they probably go to church. They're Mm-mm. probably going to heaven. Mm-hmm. Just because you go to church doesn't mean you're going to heaven. Mm-hmm. It's a lifestyle There's thing. a lot of people who know of God. Right. Mm-hmm. But they and, don't and know God. And a lot God. of fewer people who know God. Right. Yeah. And so here's what I'm saying to you today. Quit being oblivious. Yeah. Ask God. If you if you have, if you've zoned out, and we all do, Brad, it's, it's not just you. All of us do this. Like, right? We get in our lives. We do our own thing. And we just, we kind of check out, but here is what I'm challenging you to do. If you're in that position, and that's what's going on right now, I want you to, in fact, I'm going to pray for you right now. God, I come to you right now, and I pray over each and every teenager listening who's been afraid to talk to those people. God, that's been afraid to talk to their friends, who's been afraid. God, I pray, God, that you would help us to see the urgency around us. God, that you would let us see friends that that aren't going to heaven, that that don't know you. God, and then I pray that it would disturb us, God, that it really would. We would have to do something about it, just like Stephen and his daughter. We would have to jump at the snake. We would have to do something. And I pray, God, that you would touch us in a powerful way. God, give us an urgency like never before in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hey, we're going to go to some music. Here's Daniel Amp with Can't Stop Us right here on the Varsity Radio Show. Hey, um, Brad. What's up, Jameson? I've just had an, an experience. What well, what kind of experience? I had a um a sub religious experience. <laughs> sub religious? Well, it's almost religious. It's as close to wait, religious. Wait, was it experience. a was it a sub religious? It was a salad a sub side salads, beverages, desserts, and pizza experience that I got from Marcos Pizza. Wow. Yes, uh, they they're located at seventy three sixty Alabama Highway four thirty one in Suite eleven um, in Albertville, Alabama, in the shoppies of Albertville. Um, the phone number to this particular pizza establishment is two five six 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 zero five six six six. And if you feel inclined to do either of those things, call that number. Show up at that dining room. Tell them the varsity sent you. You won't regret that decision. You really won't. That's all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what? We got a couple of special guests coming up here in the next couple of minutes. So we got uh, Mr. Michael Kerr and we got Emily McDuffie, both from Boaz High School. So stick around with us here on the Varsity. We'll be right back. We got Goddard <laughs> and Bros right now. After this song, we'll bring up the athletes. So we'll see you in just a minute. Uh-huh. Yeah, and in the studio we have Michael Kerr, state champion in swimming from Boaz High School. He is a pirate. 
Michael Kerr. Yes, Michael Kerr. Anyway, sure, that's the first time he's heard uh, that. Also in the studio, I like this girl. She is hilarious. She has been funny. Emily McDuffie, how are you? I'm good. I have learned so much about what they do in math class over the last few minutes. It's fantastic. Uh, spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! It's not math. It's not math, and and so the struggle's real in that class because one of these two, and I'm not naming them, sleeps through class. It's great. Anyway, hey man, C's get degrees, right? Oh, okay. Anyway, so moving forward, tell me, uh, Michael. I'm very curious because you know it takes a lot of effort, a lot of training to become a state champion in anything. When did you get involved in swimming? When did it become important to you? Um, I started swim 11 years ago. Wow. But I really didn't think about going to college until my freshman year of high school. I mean, I was going to quit. Ooh. So. What changed that? What changed that for you? The quitting? Not quitting? Uh, I guess my my coach did. He talked to me and he convinced me to stay in it. He said that. They needed me, and so I decided to stay. So good. So good. Now, Emily is a basketball player, a fosty one. I like it. <laughs> uh, Emily, and so uh, what? when did you get involved in basketball? Why did you get involved? I mean, how did that come about for you? I started basketball in the fourth grade, I think. But okay. I've been playing just in my yard since I was probably three or four. Mm. Wow. My son... He loves yeah. basketball. Yeah, like he's, Pastor Seth's son uh, Josiah. He's going to be a, uh, a an NBA prodigy. I think <laughs> he is. He's he started playing probably at a year and a half old. Just started just shooting the ball, and he he shoots it right, Emily. I got to show you video. It's pretty incredible. But anyway, sorry bragging <laughs> on my son. You, go ahead with a question there, Jameson. Um, so. Has this love for basketball ever just, like, wavered any? I know that some kids, they start out loving something, and then, then when it gets to, like, the hard work portion of it, they just sort of get burnt out. Has that ever happened? I mean, it doesn't really for me, because I think that the hard work that you put in, it pays off in the end, no mm-hmm. matter what. And plus, it teaches you stuff, like, stuff you can use later on in your life. Mm-hmm. You're never going to have anything just handed to you. Mm-hmm. So, to work for it is always something that's important. So good. So good. So, Michael, when did you realize that you could become a state champion? When did it look achievable, attainable? Um, last year at uh, sectionals, we won our uh, sectionals championship. Yeah. And then we went in the state going in being third, and yeah. we finished third. And then this year going undefeated through the season and then winning sectionals again, going in the state, we were first. But there was a close... I mean, there was T.R. Miller right behind us. Yeah. And I knew that we had a good chance. We had a chance of winning by one. I believe that's what it was. Mm-hmm. And it really hit us whenever we got disqualified in the very first event. Mm. And we said, you know, this is like, it's still achievable. You know, it's it's a, it's up to us, but we also got to have, you know, God in it with us too. Yeah. And it's, I mean, and we achieved it. I mean, we tied with T.R. Miller, but we, I mean, we still share that. State championship, yeah. yeah. So what? What was the disqualification? How did that come in? Uh, it was our medley relay. Uh, my friend Caden Huffman, he was up to go swim backstroke. He's starting backstroke, and they said take your mark, and he just like flinched a little bit, and that was a false start, and yeah. so they just disqualified. Mm. Wow. So Emily, uh, so you started basketball when you were three or four years old, uh, and so you love it. You love basketball? Yes, I do. So, you've been doing this for a long time. What would you say your favorite team was? Like, favorite year? Probably this last year because we won area. And that was the first time that the seniors on my team have ever won it. So, that was really important that I got to share that with them because they've always been wanting to achieve that. Fantastic. With you being a junior... um, and having that experience of mm-hmm. helping your seniors achieve that. Is there a, a particular senior, uh, maybe not from this particular class, but maybe classes since you've been mm-hmm. at high in high school or, you know, even uh, in JV, 
that has like inspired you and that you've wanted to kind of emulate and that's kind of pushed you? Well, when I was a sophomore and I was on varsity, there was a senior name was Jerrica Lobrin, and she always came to practice with like this enthusiasm and just ready to play every single day. Even when practice wasn't that fun, she always mm-hmm. pushed us to like keep our heads up. And that's something that stuck with me like all throughout last year and this year is that even when we're playing our games and we're not doing so good, to cheer each other on and always be enthusiastic. Mm-hmm. That's good. good. So, so I see this about you, Emily, and this is on the funny side. So your favorite thing to do in your spare time is hang out with your friends and your dogs. Which one do you like better? Oh, oh. Wait, wait, are, you, are you asking her to pick uh, between her friends and her dogs? That's because exactly I feel like what, that's going to be easy. But yes. if you're asking no. her to pick between dogs, that's just wrong. That's no, a no, no, very no. hard question. Like, oh, I'm serious. The... What's your dog's name? Spike and Luke. They're Spike bosses. and Luke. Ah. So who would you rather hang out with? <laughs> no comment. Uh, see, I told you. Oh, so good. Uh, and I like this about you, Michael. You you like you sing, you run, and do you race cars or do you like watching all them? at the same time? Like, no, I don't. How do you sing and run? That I want to. I want to see. This. I mean, we do sing. We do sing and run in Shokwar. Oh, yeah. Well. Yeah. But hey, so that challenge, I want you to make that happen. So I just want to see Brad. Do no, it. no, 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 no. Brad knows what I'm talking <laughs> Brad's about. Brad's starting to leave this video uh, like right now. <laughs> no, yes, yes. So uh, in a minute, we have a challenge for you, Michael, uh, with the responses you gave us. Uh, we think that you're going to do a fantastic job at this. But anyway, uh, so this year was the only year that you you went to state championship, or what? Did you go last year? Or you? Uh, I've been to state every year that I've swam. And this is just the first year this, you've won. Yeah. Right. As a team. Right. As a team. And, uh, and so you, you said this, that you're going to go to college at LaGrange, Georgia? Yes, sir. And you're going to swim college. Yes, so, sir. Are you excited about that? Yes, sir. It's what, a big opportunity. What scares you the most? Uh, knowing that I'm going in being the underdog. Being the underdog. Being the underdog's not a bad thing, though. You oh, know, it's a good thing. You got your back against the wall. It's when you come out just fighting harder than you ever have. And, like, that, that's the mentality I've always had. Like, when I was, I've, I mean, when I've ever been in that position, I'm like, you're not going to doubt me. You're not going to, that's not going to happen. I'm, I'm going to make you understand I'm here for a reason. <laughs> anyway, I, I'm, I, I get kind of intense like, like you, that. I'm sorry. <laughs> you were supposed to belong here. Yeah. Uh, but my girl Emily right here, she's a mathlete. What does that mean? Will you give me the... <laughs> this is why you get mad in math class. Okay. Well, uh, <laughs> I'm very competitive no matter what I do. Uh, no matter what. <laughs> like yeah. the Dennis Rodman of math class. That's Come on. Right. Come well, on. I don't really know. I just love... I love to learn stuff and I love to be competitive with it. So I don't think there's any point in trying that hard if you're not going to have fun with it. Yeah. So I consider myself a mathlete. You're a mathlete. Yeah. Yeah. So in a minute, uh, we're not doing it right away. I like this music, Stephen. Thanks you're for the background. This is great. Yes, uh, we are going to ask our friend Michael Kerr to sing this is this is the equivalent of you singing while you swim so we're gonna let you sing into the water uh that's what you wrote is your most interesting thing you can do so we want to hear what uh so in a few minutes he doesn't even look faced by this this is not scaring him at all we're gonna let you sing into that water when we come back from some music hey this is a talent we've never seen, so we're going to see I, it. I, I anyway, <laughs> uh, but I, I want to hear the man sing. If a uh, fish pops out of that water, we're going to have an issue. That's right. right that's don't right. summon anything out of the water. So, yes, please don't do that. Uh, so, we know you're secretly Aquaman and all, but, like, hide it. So, anyway. <laughs> no, if you can do that, go ahead. We want to see that, too. Uh, but, anyway, hey, we're going to go to some music. We're going to be back with my man, Michael Kerr, and and really cool girl Emily McDuffie. Uh, we are having a fantastic time. Let's play some music. All right, we got B Cooper with a hundred times right here on the Varsity Radio Show. This this has been one of the most fun interviews we've had. It's been really fun. 
You guys rock. Thank well, you. Thank you. Thank you. You are also your legends here because in a year and a half, you're the first <laughs> two we've interviewed from Boaz. Really? So you're the very first Boaz students in here. So congratulations. You're a big deal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that talent I promised you, my man Michael Kerr, he's been practicing the vocal cords. And doing some awesome things. So here, here's he what we're gonna like do. He wants to kill Seth right now. Yeah, <laughs> Michael. It's he. He wrote this down on his paper. He said, "I can't do both." This he, is he left it up to inter- uh, interpretation. So we interpreted that he could sing under the water. So this is a, a hidden talent. So it's Michael, so hidden. Michael doesn't even know he has it. Michael, if oh. you if you could pull that thing of water up to your mouth. <laughs> This is the last students we'll have for both. That's right, that's right, that's right. And we want you to sing whatever you want to sing, and Emily's going to sing with you, so go okay. ahead and help Emily. <laughs> Emily. Yo, I can't sing. There's the lyrics. We're not starting from the very first one, verse, are we? Two, yes, we are. You Ready? I'll start in when okay. I want to. So, like, I'm singing into the yes, water. Yes, into the water. Into the water. Like, yes. Water. yes, yes, like that. And I'm not. Hey, we no. got... Okay. Just, just as, a, as, a, as a vocal reference. All right, ready? <laughs> that's not fair. And Go. That's good. That's good. That's good. Go get the man some towel. (laughs) That was all. I didn't hear you sing. I'm sorry. I didn't know where he was. My God. We just started a new genre. Michael Kerr, people. He is a very talented individual. That sounded like aqua mumble rap. Hey, we're getting him some towels right now. That's—I'm so sorry, Mike. That was amazing. You're not sorry at all. I, I'm just impressed right now. Okay, I'm impressed that Michael is as cool as he is. You just tried to drown a high school student. He in a did couple not. Waters. He did not drown. Okay. Anyway, Emily, though, I was disappointed. Disappointed. I, I didn't know so, where, what he was going to say. Michael, tell, give her those lyrics. We need to hear. <laughs> it's okay, the words. guys. It really is fun. <laughs> It's fun. So, so what do you do? In no swimmers spare? were drowned in the making of That's this. That's right. <laughs> yes. You're he. Uh, so, is Aquaman your favorite superhero? No. No. Who is your favorite? Who superhero? is your favorite superhero? Uh, the Flash. The, the Flash. Flash. Wow, I never saw that one coming. Emily, who is your favorite superhero? Um, probably Elastigirl. Elastigirl from The Incredibles. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. That's fantastic. And so, why is The Flash your favorite there, Michael? Uh, uh, Because he's fast. He's fast. I like being fast. Well, apparently you are. So, (laughs) (laughs) and you're a really good singer in the water, too. Mm -hmm. If we were Simon Cowell, I think you would have won. Anyway, that was beautiful. Uh, So. Since we're in this mode right here, let's go in, in your embarrassing moments right here. This oh, is no. uh, Emily. We're gonna know. go to you. I need some interpretation. If Michael has a more embarrassing mm-hmm. moment than what just happened, uh, man, we, we're putting <laughs> Michael, you have nothing to be embarrassed about. You're oh here with gosh. friends. We weren't laughing at you. We're laughing with you. I, I think you it were was, laughing. I was at not. Him, I was impressed beyond. Okay. Compar- I don't understand. So explain the most <laughs> embarrassing thing. That ever happened to you, Emily? It could be on the court. It could be off the court. It could be in the locker room. It could be during practice. Okay. In your sport. You've had a lot of experience since three, so. So, most embarrassing in my sport? Anything. Ever. Yes. Okay. Yes. So, in fifth grade. Make Michael feel better about that. In fifth grade, (laughs) I went, okay, backstory. I used to sleep in boys' boxer shorts because... I just, like, they were comfortable, and they're, like, short, and they're just something I could sleep in. So, I was getting ready for school one morning. Now, let me reiterate, this is the fifth grade, not right now. Right. I was getting ready for school, and I don't guess I remembered to change. Yeah. Except for my shirt. So, I changed my shirt, and then I walked out and got to school, and I realized I was wearing boys' boxer shorts. There you go. And then everybody made fun of me. That's sad. Yeah, but it's okay because that was made fun of you. They shouldn't have made fun of you, Mm -hmm. Michael. That what just happened to you? I didn't mean to embarrass you. (laughs) (laughs) It wasn't embarrassing. It really wasn't. I was. I thought you were amazing. Seriously. Uh, (laughs) What's the most embarrassing thing that's happened to you in swim? I I I read what you said, but I didn't understand it. So, Uh, I guess whenever I was. Diving in, 
and I went to go kick, my pants ripped right up the middle. <laughs> I guess that was pretty embarrassing. That is embarrassing. That is embarrassing. Wow. <laughs> wow. How did you recover from that? I don't think you do. Uh, well, I had I had some good friends. Good friends. Hey, God threw bl- a towel in the pool and I yeah. wrapped up. <laughs> God bless those friends, right? Right. Hallelujah. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> so I have to ask. Yeah. Like you being part of the Boaz Pirates, when you're about to like jump in the pool, d- does it ever go through your mind that you're like that you're essentially walking the plank? Oh, before you dive in, literally, this is what's happening. If you think about it, is, are there any like stupid like like pirate puns about you guys being swimmers and pirates and no. No, I feel like you guys don't talk like pirates. You're no. in practice. Garg. When you walk the plank, swim the that's butterfly. An that's an L if you walk the plank, and we don't take L's. Mm. Ooh. That was nice. a good one, Michael. Nice. Michael, you definitely have, like, this professional athlete name, Michael Kerr. Uh, I Mc- believe that is the name of professional athlete. It probably it? is. Emily McDuffie. <laughs> Emily McDuffie, uh, tell me the greatest thing your coach has ever taught you. Oh, wow. Um, I think my coach has taught me that there's – three kinds of people they're they're divided into three different sections there's the lower third who just kind of give it half effort most of the time and don't really care about what's going on there's the second third who are is that's the average player that's the person you just see walking the halls every day doing what they can in practice doing pretty good but he's taught us to try to be the top third which is that person who goes in every day trying to do the best that they can for their team, the best that they can for themselves, and to get better every day. That's a powerful lesson. Hmm. That's good. Michael, tell me the greatest thing your uh, swim coach has ever taught you. Uh, he taught Coach Williams, he taught uh, us how to be our own person, not to say, you know, he's going to beat me because he's better. Yeah. Or I can't be like him, but you can be anything you want to be as long as you just try. Wow. That's mm. so good. I like that. And is this the same coach that taught you into staying and, and swim? Yes, sir. That's incredible, though. You you think about that. You were very likely going to pull out, and now you're state champion, and now you're going to co- So he basically helped change the whole trajectory of your life. Like, that's incredible. Yes, sir. That's an incredible man. Uh I'm impressed. So let I, I like to ask this. I don't think I've asked in the last few weeks, and it's a very important question, right? So I love sports movies, okay? And, I, you know, if you're an athlete, I think you just naturally do, right? So what would you say is the most impressionable sports movie? It doesn't have to be swim. It doesn't have to be basketball. It doesn't have whatever. It can be whatever genre. genre. But the most your very favorite sports movie and what it taught you about being an athlete. Uh, I think when the game stands tall. Yeah. Uh, because you don't the story the story that I got from it was like you don't have to listen to everybody else. Yeah. I mean, you do you, and you're gonna be okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you, I mean, you're you're you are your own person. Yeah, that's so good. Emma? For me, I like the movie Rudy. Yeah. Because, okay, I'm short. Yeah. So I'm a very short person. It's okay. So, You're a really cool person. <laughs> so, it kind of taught me that no matter what you're up against, you can do it. Like, people are going to put you down, but it's up to you to put yourself in the position that you want to be in. Man, so good. You ever heard of a basketball player named Muggsy Bogues? I don't... Well, actually, yeah, I think so. 5'2", like 5'3", five, five, played for the Charlotte Hornets. Was always in the NBA All-Star team. Like, 5'2", five, 5'3". Five, That's incredible. See, there's hope for you, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, he... Are you pulling it up, Steven? You're awesome. Yes, Steven is what awesome. About, what about Spud Webb, the shortest man to ever compete in a dunk contest? Really? I've never seen that You've one. You've never heard so of Spud Webb? There's Muggsy Bogues right there. 5'3". <clears throat> right there, girl. Emily, right there. There he is. 5'3", oh. yeah. 5'3". I think I'm 5'3". 135 pounds. 
NFL, I mean, uh, NBA NBA? All-Star team. Mm -hmm. He was awesome. Uh, He was fun to watch, too. But anyway, so. Um, The question I had was, (coughs) um, it done left my darn mind. If you got one, I I, I got another one if you don't have one. uh, Man. Proceed. Mm. Okay, while well, you're thinking. left my darn mind. <laughs> so, let me ask you this, guys. So, you, you're you a senior this year, Michael, and oh, you're God. a pretty cool guy. You're, you're successful. It, this may have been where you were going. And uh, you're going to leave one thing for the underclassmen under you. Now, it's your junior year? Yes. Junior year? You've got one more year. So, the question is a little different for you. The question mm-hmm. is... How do you want to want your senior year to play out, and what kind of legacy do you want to leave for the team under you? So, same thing for you, Michael. This has been your last year, right? What's the legacy you want to leave for your the swim team under you? How do you want to be remembered? Uh, I want to be remembered as the person that always kept their head held high. Yeah. Like, no matter if I got beat or anything, I was always telling everybody, good job. Wow. Because I think being a sore loser is worse than being, like, I don't know, a crook in a way. Because, I mean, you just look so bad. And yeah. people mm-hmm. people don't want to see that in you. Right. I mean, if you're a good person, be a good person and just tell everybody a good job. Yeah. Well, you can't win all the time. Right. Let's be honest. We've watched Alabama this year. Like, you can't win all the time. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> and so, you you just, nobody has a 100% win record. Anybody, any team of any time has never had that 100%. You eventually hit that loss. I think how you lose is as important as how you win. Yeah. What you just said, true. it's so important. Absolutely. So, Emily, what's that for you? What what legacy you want to leave your senior year with your basketball team? I want to leave a legacy that enthusiasm is really important in this game because no matter what you're doing – when you're playing, you need to be enthusiastic because it's going to make it happen so much better for you. Yeah. It don't matter if it, you're having a bad practice. If you're enthusiastic, it's going to make it go by so much faster and you're going to have much more fun. Yeah. So if the grades below me could just understand that and get through their next years in high school doing that, it's going to be so much easier for them. Yeah. Nice. Did you ever think of it? I did. <laughs> um, okay, so do you follow college basketball at all? Um, not really. Not really? Well, then this question might not work. I was going to say, do you know who Gino Oriama is, the coach for UConn's women's team? Uh, I think so. You know, the ones that, like, if, if they lose, they might lose one game a year. Um. Anyway, I was just going to ask, if he were to come in here and say, I need you to give me three, three, re- I need you to give me three reasons why I should recruit you to UConn, what would you tell him? Okay, I would say because I'll always give it everything I have. Mm-hmm. I will be the best teammate that I possibly can. And that I will do whatever it takes to make other people better. So good. You, Mike, If Michael Phelps <laughs> was starting a swim team to dominate the world. He is amazing. And he wanted Michael you Phelps. on it. Same question. What are the three reasons you would give him... To put, put you, on, you on that team. Um, I would tell him that I put 110% into every practice. Mm-hmm. And that I would be, uh, I wouldn't be there for myself. I'd be there for the team. And that he would never have to worry about me, you know, in a in a bad place or at a bad spot at a bad time. I'd always be where I needed to be. That's good. Great answers. Fantastic answers. That's a great question, Jameson. Thank you. Great question. Uh, we have really enjoyed you guys yeah. being here. And I uh, I mean, seriously, one of the funnest interviews. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you guys are fantastic. So one last thing, and then we'll, uh, we'll go to a music break after we talk about the world's greatest pizza. Uh, <laughs> it, it really is. Uh, anyway, wasn't it good? It was good, you yeah. Some, have you ever had Marcos before? I have. Yeah. Good. It's, it never lets you down. It's just wonderful. Uh, anyway, in saying that, uh, 
we hope this next year is fantastic for you. I, I wish you luck, Michael. I hope you do amazing things at LaGrange. Thank you. And Emily, I hope you are you just have the year that you wanted to uh, this next year in basketball. Well, thanks. Uh, but this weekend, you're going to prom, right? <laughs> yes. Both of you. And so, uh, where, because this was always important to me at prom, where are you going to eat? That's important, guys. Um, we're eating at Longhorn in Huntsville. Longhorn Steakhouse. Where do y'all have prom? A majestic venue in Aberville. Okay. Uh, we're eating at Applebee's in Gunnersville. All right. Come on, somebody. Keeping it local, baby. That's right. <laughs> in the neighborhood. At about 9 o'clock where I can get my half-price apps. Anyway. <laughs> get a deal. That might be the most get bad thing I've ever heard. <laughs> yeah. It is what it is. It okay, is it was. But, you know, there's another great place to go. Never it, let you like, down. If I was going to prom, uh, this is where I would go. I would go to Marco's Pizza. Just grab uh, it for the limo. No, no, you got to go up in there. Bring bring the prom to Marco's Come in that on. dining room. Turn that dining room <coughs> in into just the most lit space you possibly can quality uh, pizza experience quality pizza salads desserts sides subs and beverages um <laughs> they are located at 7360 highway alabama highway 431 suite 11 in albertville uh the shops of albertville to be more specific uh their phone number is 256-660-5666 and you can also reach them at marcos.com for all of your prom party pizza needs hey guys we're so glad that y'all came go boaz pirates and we're gonna hit some music 88.5 jfm is wjia guttersville making your day better now on facebook instagram and online at 88.5 jfm.com it's not me this time steven Whoa. Yeah, so we're watching a video that our good friends Ricky posted. A people, what are those things called? They're the car wash monsters. Yeah. <laughs> they I, I, up had, in it. I had nightmares of them as a kid. I yeah. think it would make me scream at the top of my lungs uh, as a child, and then at some point it would just put me to sleep. Like, there's these pit. That's a good exercise. Like, right I just there. didn't scare me anymore. I just, like, this is nap time. It's <laughs> soothing in here. Somebody's going around the car. The car wash in Arab has like these rainbow things. Soap, oh and man, like multicolored like goes across. And you're like, ooh, wow. <laughs> but look at the guy in the car. He's not even phased. He's like, what is going on? Wow. Like, what? Why? Why this is this is probably okay. a norm okay, in his okay. hometown. Focus. You focus. know, that, when you go to the car wash, you have I call it the monster spaghetti that yeah, comes down yeah, from the top yeah, and it kind of flops on top. That's of your what car. they're wearing. Well, no, th- this is not that. That's the kind that just kind of drapes over the car and keeps moving. This is the one, like you know, those like twenties style era dresses with, with the the flapper dress. The flapper dresses. This yes. is like a huge full body flapper dress. You're not lying. And uh, they're they're shimmying as they imagine get, like, imagine that guy stand. that's at every Alabama game with the suit made of the pom poms that they hand out. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's this. That's what or we're talking it's about. It's like here. it's like if Yo Gabba Gabba decided to wear a flapper dress. That's wow. basically what it is. And that brings us to freestyle. <laughs> this this week we're gonna do something a little bit more fun, a little bit different. So Finally. here I have, I know, right? I have three interesting fun facts, hmm. but two of them are false. Uh-oh. So it's a strange version of two truths and a lie. Yes, two of them are false or, let's say, hyperbolic or more more exaggerated than they are in real life. Hyperbolic. So I'm going to read these three, and then you're going to call in, and I'm going to read these three again. You're going to tell me which two are false. Which one is true? You need to define hyperbolic. Hyperbolic means overly exaggerated. Yeah. There we go. Hashtag extra. There we go. Absolutely. Okay. So so you're, if you get two of the three correct, then you are the winner of two tickets to the Boaz Non-Cinema. Cinema. Cinema. All you got to do. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Cinema. You got that queued up, Stephen? What, the phone in? Yeah. Yeah, I got the phone in. All right, so I'm going to do the the fun facts. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, Okay, sorry. So the average person spends a total of four years of their lifetime waiting on a red light to turn green. Ooh. I believe that. If you live in Marshall County, that's absolutely (laughs) true. (laughs) A single cloud can weigh more than one trillion pounds. Wow. My gosh. 
And about 150 people per year are killed by coconuts. One of one of those is true. Two of them are false. Call Man. in. That's... So we have a caller who's who's wanting to answer which two facts they think are false and which one they think is true. Terry, are you there? Yes, I am. Hey, Terry, how are you today? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing good. So I'm going to tell you the three facts again. You're going to tell me which two are false and which one is true. The average person okay. spends a total of four years of their lifetime waiting on a red light to turn green. A single cloud can weigh more than one trillion pounds. And about 150 people per year are killed by coconuts. You have to get two of the three correct. Yeah. I think it's 150 people per year are killed by coconuts. That's true. That is correct. Yes. Yes, so that is the fact that it's true. The average person actually only spends six months of their lifetime waiting on a red light to turn green. And a single cloud can only weigh... Yeah. (laughs) A single cloud can only weigh up to one million pounds. So congratulations, you've won two tickets to the Boaz 9 Cinema. Way to go, Terry. Stay on the phone. Wow. And yeah, we're going to give you some uh, information to get your tickets. All right, thank you. Uh, no wonder clouds make so much noise and they bump into each other. Here's Thousand Foot Crites <laughs> running with giants. That noise means it's time for me to tell you where you can find us throughout the week on social media. That's on Facebook unofficial the varsity radio show where we do our live stream on tuesdays and then update you guys on who's coming events that are coming up and on instagram at varsity underscore radio underscore show we keep you updated there sometimes we post our athletes when they're in house stuff like that and then on twitter at varsity radio 885 so go follow us like our posts retweet us like us and then on podcasts apple itunes and google play podcasts were up the podcast for today's show will be posted tomorrow, um, so you can go catch up all the shows there. Every single one of them is posted, so you guys can go enjoy those. Yeah, next week we're going to have the Aggies, the Albertville Aggies in here, Brinley, Denny, and Andrew Tamil. It's going to be a good week, an, an, an incredible time together, and so please come back, listen to us from 2.30 to 4.30 every Tuesday on 88.5 JFM. Hey, uh, you guys stay classy and uh, don't you go change it.